This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but Niners. We 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 nothing but Niners. 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 It is previewing the Packers week. Guys, how y'all doing? What's up up there, fellas? How goes it? What up? All right. All right. Good. I guess. Yeah, I said, what up? What up? What up? Good. Things are good. What up? All right. Okay. I see (laughs) I feel you. I hear you. It's cool. I like the shirt, man. I see Jersey Niners in the building. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Brian with the fly background. He's got the residency hat. All right, I see. I see my guys. I see what y'all doing. Okay. Oh, and he got the Niners shirt on. Okay, I'm repping for nothing but Niners, guys. You know what? I got. I got. I got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. Guys, listen, we, we want to thank you all for checking us out tonight. If it's your first time here, please do us a favor and hit that like and subscribe button. If this is your first time on the YouTube page, all right, give us a follow on some social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. ERS again, there's nothing but the number nine ERS. We have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch, and those handles are nothing but Niners. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. Above me to my left is my guy Nick, he is 49er Faithful 365. And above me on the right is my guy Brian, he is Stater underscore Niner. Those are the Twitter handles. Give us follows and all that good stuff. I hear my work phone going off, and I don't see it. So, no, it was mine. Oh, that another alien. Oh no, I, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where it is. It's all good. Uh, I am on call, but it's all good, guys. For real, dust is settled. Game is over, right? Brian, you weren't here. Nick, you have any other takeaways? Did you go back and watch the game again? You have I wasn't in the chat. Else? The whole thing. I just wasn't on the show. There's that. There's a big difference. <laughs> there's a big difference. Now, where are you going? I know because you guys were all senile yesterday, losing your damn minds. Hey man, it's not me, man. It's not me. There, there, there's the graphic there from the 49ers. What the freak is that? The game recap is here. Uh, 17-11 was the final score, guys. There were some interesting stats that were out there. I don't know if you guys saw them, but Devo Samuel right there, right? I mean, we talked about it on the on the, on the show. Uh, tied for second in the NFL with 15 receptions over the first two games, but he's first in the league in total yards at 282. Uh, that guy is out there doing his damn thing. He seems to be Unstoppable. Oh no, wait. What did Russell Wilson say? Never mind. I ain't gonna say because it, it was super corny when he said it. But yeah. Uh Nick, any new thoughts, man? No. All righty then. Yeah. Uh, there's seven <laughs> other there are seven teams in total in the NFL that are undefeated right now, guys. And three of them are from the same damn division. There's two in the NFC, uh in the AFC West, then two. In the NFC South, guys, I think the NFC 
is looking pretty good. Or are we just two weeks in and are we overhyping all of this? What do you guys think? I don't think we're overhyping anything. I mean, we got a good team. And those other teams that are on there, with the exception of maybe Carolina that surprised me, um, I would say, you know, I think that they're probably where they should be. Now, the Panthers played the Jets in one of those games. And right. I just didn't teams- expect them to come on that strong with, you know, a newer regime. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. And they beat who else? Was it the Falcons? They played the Falcons last week? I don't know who Carolina played. I'll have to go back and look. No, the Eagles played Carolina, uh, Atlanta last week. No, 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 they didn't. They just played us. Who did Carolina play this week? Oh, I thought you meant, well, okay, last week I thought you meant <laughs> last week before us. No, the first week they played the Jets, and then last week I was trying to figure out who they played. I can't remember who it is. So we hope so because row four oh sir section four oh seven is us. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's a bad seat in Levi. Oh, you know what that means. Those seats trash. Well, as long as, as long as you're not <laughs> no, I'm like, serious. I night game, so at least the sun will be setting if it's not already set. That like cool? even when we went there the first time with the Dwight Clark day, like we were high up there, but I could see everything. Like I like being up that high. So Yeah, no, I'm just I was just having some fun with you, man. No, I, I enjoy it. You got you know that I that's like where I prefer to sit. So, um, and just guys, make sure you bring your jackets night game over there. That five o'clock is still beautiful, but let me tell you when eight o'clock, eight 30, nine o'clock, you're trying to leave at 10. That temperature drops. Holy smokes, man. I felt so bad for my kid. So you guys got to make sure that you, you bring a a jacket or a light jacket or something like that with you, or, you know, do like Nick does and, and drape himself in the, in the, the flag and use it as a blanket, I guess. I'm just going to wear a hoodie under my Jersey. There you go. That'll work. All right. So, yeah, Freddie, thanks for the contribution. Just to get that question to Nick. Man. Hey, so, all right, never mind. I'm going to sound like a, a, a not nice person if I say what I was about to say. But they, they, all right, I'll say it. I don't mean anything mean by They make maps. And then, like, on the stadium maps, you can click your seat, and it shows you, like, the perspective from specifically that seat down to the field. It's yeah, like go a, on Vivid Seats and click on it. There you go. So I I said I did good. I said it without sounding like a D head, right? That's what I was trying to avoid. I mean, you always sound. Never mind. <laughs> See, there you go. All right, all right, all right. Oh, all the right. animosity. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, some other something else I wanted to discuss from the game though. Uh, Jawan Jennings scored his first touchdown. I think we mentioned it on the show, but after the game, Jawan Jennings went to the press and he said, you know, he's talking to I forget who it was, and she's like, oh, Jennifer where's the Lee football? Jan. And he's like, I don't know. No, that wasn't she. No, that's not who it was on the field. She's like, where's the football? He's like, oh, I don't know. It's somewhere. It was like someone who worked for the crew, for the TV crew. And uh, he's like, I don't know. It's somewhere. You know, we, we're not quite sure. But uh, Matt Miyoko tweeted out. He said, after the game, wide receiver Jawan Jennings said that he thought the football from his first career NFL touchdown was lost forever. It turns out someone grabbed it for him in the back of the end zone and made sure it was kept secure. That person, 49ers teammate, George Kittle. Kind gesture. Not a big deal. How do you guys – what do you guys take away from this? Because I, I think it was a big deal, and he was aware that that was a huge moment for Jennings. And, you know, he was just, like, happy he scored a touchdown, slammed the ball, and then uh, didn't even think about it probably just because he's like, we scored, all right, you know. Not, you know, so, you know, I think that Kittle, having been through that before, you know, was like, hey, I need to grab that ball and make sure that he gets that back. So Kittle was just like, let me go touch this thing because I haven't gotten any 
Touch yourself. <laughs> he just wanted to hold a football and run to the sideline with it, though. How long are we gonna have to deal with this version of Nick? I'm trying to figure out if I like this guy or not. I can't. I'm trying like. <laughs> I like the snarky stuff. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I do, but I don't know how how temporary this is. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm trying to get used to it. Then I don't want to get used to it. Then I do want to get used to it. I I just don't know, man. Is this is this Nick here to stay? This Nick is here to stay. It's some damn med- medications that I'm on, <laughs> <laughs> crying and laughing at the same damn time. Yeah. All right, man. So that that oh, was we're gonna have fun time. this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm getting drunk this weekend. Oh man, good luck, B. Um, I gotta drive if we're going anywhere, so I won't be. <laughs> we we have this other uh, there's a couple of other things to do here. Some uh, housekeeping, you know. We always go over the latest news and rumors uh, concerning the Niners. I, I think someone's just playing with the door because they know I'm on the air. So you guys get to hear that beep happen over and over and over. It's it's just a it's a game. It's okay. Um, so here's some uh. Some news concerning the team here. Latest rumors and updates. The 49ers released released defensive back D Virgin from their practice squad. And uh this was interesting to me, mainly because I don't really understand why they did it because I didn't see them put anyone back to the practice squad. Are they gonna demote someone from the 53 and put them back? What the hell? <laughs> what, what what do you guys think the uh, corresponding move to the practice squad is going to so be? So that's what I kind of was talking about earlier in the chat. I think that probably what you'll see is if they don't have a specific player they're bringing in that will probably move one of our vet guys like Dante Johnson, you know, release him, re-sign him to the practice squad, and then depending, because um, I'd, I'd have to go back and look and see how many – vets they currently have on there because i thought it was only five so they would have a spot for a six vet and then uh that would open up a roster spot but as of today uh, technically you know with uh, no movements to the i officially to the ir um at least i didn't see anything uh they have 54 men on the roster they have 54 right now yeah well by by uh claiming uh um I forgot his name. Um, Patrick off of waivers, um, right? Because, no, they picked him up off the practice squad. But bringing him onto the the uh, the the roster, not the practice squad, bringing him onto the roster, there needs to be a corresponding move. And we didn't – they may have done it, but we didn't hear about it. Right. Gerald says, uh, appreciate the contribution, too. He says, Yo, I'm tired of watching NFL Red Zone, and they barely show the Niners. Somebody please hook me up with a stream and a private message or something. Send me a message. I'll send you somewhere. I'll give you something. 49er Faithful 365 on Twitter. If you have Twitter. I don't know if you have Twitter or not. But if not, Facebook, Instagram, 49er Faithful 365. And to address this... um... I'm not surprised that Matthew Stafford is playing well. I What I said, or at least what my intent was to say, was I didn't think that he was necessarily upgrade over Goff. I think that they'd be in the same situation with their record if Goff was there. Do you think that you still feel that way? I still feel like that would have been the case, yes. Yeah, but is, he in, is that team better with Matt Stafford? 
I can't answer that question. Oh, you are so yo, he's more stubborn than me, Nick. This guy no is something else. No comment. He it's, said. A, it's, a, it's a slightly different team than Goff played with before. If you want me to say it, sure. Yeah, they're better because Stafford is there. I'm just saying, I think that their record would be the same. Are they a better team? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but we're going to see. Okay. All right. Am I worried about them? Not any more than I was before. Did we get to the uh, Gerald Roden? I'm tired of watching Red Zone. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to go. Uh, I had to go stop the chirping. From my son was just standing there while the dog is outside, just opening the door. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like he's playing peekaboo with a dog. That's taking a poop. I'm sorry. So anyhow, uh, damn, I was going somewhere with what I was saying and doing, and now I don't remember where we were. What, what were we talking about when uh, I left? I'm sorry. Oh, we did the uh, divergent thing, right? And you guys were talking about a corresponding practice squad move. Brian, you said you think someone from the 53 could be getting bumped That's what I think is going to happen. I think that one of our vet. well, I assume it's one of our vets because I don't think they're going to cut somebody that has to go through the trade or through the wire, the waiver wire. Um, so one of, you know, like Dante Johnson, he's going to be on and off the squad probably all year. And so they'll take him off, throw him back on the, if they're, no. again, I would have to look at the practice squad to make sure there's a vet spot available, but that would be my thought process. Because Dee was not in a vet spot. Why can't they, you don't think they're going to throw Trey Sermon on the IR? Well, I'm saying they might do that. We just haven't yeah. heard that's what's going to happen. Even if they do, even if they do that, that still leaves a practice squad roster spot open right they would have to i mean they don't have to but i mean they did pull in i mean we saw uh just a little while ago they had some wide receivers that came in for workouts today um but and there was this one tweet here today that came out uh and they weren't uh it says the 49ers sign running back um and his name is pronounced jacques jacques nope jacques ja nope j-a-h yeah Jaquez, Jaquez Patrick off the Bengals practice squad, which means he went right to the 53. So right. you don't do lateral moves from the practice squad to the practice squad. So he's to the 53. And then it says the team released CD, uh, CBD Virgin. Uh, he did CBD on purpose, didn't he? Anyway, CBD Virgin from the practice squad. And then underneath that, it says in parentheses, pronounced Ja. Has. so yeah um i don't know i don't know what they're going to do with this with this practice squad thing um i, well, I mean it, they don't really have to fill that spot right they're not required to right so i mean i'm more worried about who's going to be pulled off the right the active 53 than i am on who's going to fill a roster spot on the practice squad right and i think that you're absolutely right i think that there's two options. I mean, obviously, you can move one of your guys and put them on the practice squad, or there's going to be some movement to the IR that we just haven't heard about yet. Obviously, that move has to happen within 24 hours of getting your waived. Or, yeah, because it obviously wasn't closed to business because we didn't hear about it before 4 o'clock Eastern time. Well, the other move that I think is supposed to be happening soon is Kenyon Drake. Carry uh, on Drake, Kenyon Drake. Why do I always do that? Carry on Drake should be getting elevated. Not carry on Drake right? either. There's no Drake. Carry on Drake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need a drink. That's what I need. I need a drink. I want a drink. I shouldn't say I need. I want a drink. Um, <laughs> Carry on Johnson is supposed to be. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to put it up there. <laughs> All right. So we got the Packers coming up, guys. We digress. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Niners about to take on the Packers. Here we go. What 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 are we what are we doing here? What are your guys' thoughts on the on the on the Packers game? Did you guys watch last night? I did. And I didn't watch thoughts? all of it. I are we some... in trouble? No. I have some concerns about our secondary for sure. But we've seen how Rodgers handles the pressure that we can throw at him. So um I don't know if it's gonna be that big of an issue. If our D line comes through like they normally do and put pressure on Rodgers like they have in the past then he's not going to have time to throw those long balls, uh, you know, down the field. And so he's going to, he's going to be stuck to a short game. I think that puts us in a better position with our secondary, but I mean, we've had that discussion about our D line making up for their secondary defense deficiencies before, you know, I think Lenore's doing an outstanding job. I can't say enough how much, how much, uh, how many times um, I need to just take back what I said at the beginning of the season with, you know, or even after we drafted him because at Oregon, he was so overly aggressive that he missed a lot of tackles. And I think that that's actually a benefit to him at the NFL level. I didn't think that that would be, and, you know, maybe he was seeing the game faster at the, than at the college level than what I thought he was processing. And that's why he was over pursuing. And so maybe he's, it's a great fit for him where he's at, you know, in this secondary that he, you know, with the Niners. That's a good. That's a good take on it. I like. I like how you tried to flip it and try to find some positive with your negative assessment. He, well, yeah, um, I mean, I looked at it, and I, you know, obviously, I didn't see what the the scouts saw in him because I was concerned about his over aggressiveness. And now you can dial that back, but I think, like, I think maybe the game was already slow for him, and he was processing things faster. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, I'm not trying to say, you know. Backtrack on what I said. I definitely said that he was. Uh, yeah, but it, do, it doesn't matter what you said. It's okay to change it if you see something that's different. It's okay to acknowledge it and right. You know, well, I want to justify. I kind of want to justify it too. Like obviously, I missed this, you know, and I need to look at that differently when I'm looking at college yeah, players. You know? Yeah. No, it's, I took him out. I just didn't want him to get in trouble, and I don't want his screens on our screen. Right. Um, you know. I was going to ask you about our game because you're, since you're on our secondary here, um, were the Niners shadowing players or were they doing that field and boundary thing again? Or were they just saying left side, right side when you watch the game? Because I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't, I don't know the answer to this. I, I, didn't, I didn't pay close enough attention to it. And I'm a little disappointed that I haven't been paying attention to it. I didn't, I really didn't. I, I know that, Obviously, um, Lenore. The one, the one, one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna say all. I know the big plays that Lenore gave up were all on. Well, I, on the screen, I'm doing the wrong side. We're all on the the right side of Correct. the field, right? Well, to the right of the offense, right? Okay. And so I know that Josh Norman's penalties came on the left side of the offense, right? But I Correct. don't know if it was. Uh, I don't know if it was like that throughout the entire game. And I was going to ask you if you if you took note to it. I didn't pay enough attention. Um, obviously, um, we saw Lenore use the boundary effectively. I mean, otherwise we would have had a, another score from the Eagles, right? Because they got to go back because he walked out of bounds and didn't reestablish himself. Um, so he's using it. I don't know if they switched back and forth. I'm pretty sure he stayed on the one side the whole game, but I can't you know, attest to that 100%. 
I'm wondering if I can phone somebody and see if he has an answer for us because it's it's really interesting to me. I just I, I'm curious. Let me let me send a text message really quick. Do we know if enough about Norman to know did he does he primarily to the left side? I I don't I don't know enough about him. I okay. okay. Now I do. Here's what I do know. When Derrick Henry tossed his ass, it was on the left side of the offense. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm being serious. Like, I'm, I'm yep. trying to think back into, you know, some of the plays that I've seen of him recently. Obviously, that one stands out for all the wrong reasons. But that one does stand out, and it was to that side. That still doesn't necessarily mean that that's where he started on that play. You know what I'm saying? So that, right. that's not a uh, – let me see. And I guess for as far as the Stafford thing, I'm trying to think of a better way to say it. But I guess the sample size is just not big enough yet for me. Maybe when we get through the first quarter, you know, we got four games down, I'll have a better idea of whether or not I think that he's in a better position. Now, obviously, the media loves it, but I'm not the media, and I don't uh, I don't go off of what the media says. I, I look at statistics as much as I can, and uh, try to understand different different aspects uh, of the game. So. Just kind of where I'm No, I, I got you. I respect that, man. Uh, I only put this up here because I actually have the answer to this question. Everybody won. <laughs> That's the answer. It's just it's that simple. Everybody won. That's all. Yeah, it's a new head coach with a new quarter. Well, a new quarterback to them. You know, I mean, there's going to be some growing pains. Yeah, it's going to be more than growing pains. They need a quarterback. I'm sorry. They need they need a they need a quarterback, um, but yeah. So I don't know if my guy is going to get back to me or not. <clears throat> We're waiting for Nicholas to give us a thumbs up. We'll bring him back in, but I don't know uh, what he's doing over there. So I have some notes. Let me see. Let me see. You talking about our secondary? Sure. So let me let me find my corresponding notes to our secondary uh, against their wide receivers. So just bear with me for a second. Their yeah. wide receivers being the Eagles. Or, no, no, no. We're talking about the Packers. Okay. I'm just making sure we weren't backtracking. What the hell is this? Rosen. Oh, I'm in an old note. I'm about to say, what is this? Um, all right, here we go. So defense. No, I need their offense. All right. Here's what I have on here. Uh, as far as our secondary. Uh, he's back. There he is. I'm going to back in here now. <clears throat> you back, bud? You're on mute. We can't hear you. Um, no, I don't. I, I gotta look something up. So no, you're good. good. I took you off because your your screen was on camera, and I didn't. Yeah. Want that no, to be up there, so I took it down. Um, so I have on here uh, specifically about the quarterback and the receivers. So Aaron Rodgers seems easily rattled. How long has he been like that? Happy feet in the pocket. If his guys don't get clear and early separation, can see the panic set in as routes take time to develop. He's extremely streaky, also. Uh, one good throw makes him unleash his entire arsenal, and it's and it's fearsome. Uh, he throws fearlessly until you give him reason to stop. And then I have on here, Josh Norman should be able to clamp down Randall Cobb, but I don't know how often he'll be used. Didn't see him too much this game. Um, I said Williams won't. Oh, Williams won't have an issue if he goes over to the slot. I don't have about Adams. Huh? So I think I'd be more concerned about Adams. I don't have any notes on here from Adams. I think I don't know. How, I don't. 
Should I go? Should I? I'll say it. I Just think. Spit it out. <laughs> I think Adams one of the most overrated wide receivers in the NFL. Now he didn't look like it last night. I think he just gets targeted so much that eventually he's bound to make a play. I don't, I don't see uh, phenomenal route running. I don't see phenomenal pass catching. He drops passes. He catches more than he drops, obviously, right? Uh, he doesn't get the best separation. It doesn't look like he runs the best routes. He doesn't have the most phenomenal route tree. Uh, the, st- the, the stems is what they talk about, right? Like, you, to me, he's even predictable with how he starts to run his routes. He's not one of those guys that's going to lean to the left so he can bust hard right. You know, like he runs straight and then you can see it that he's going to turn that way. When I watch, I'm not a professional, though. I'm not a professional. I'm not saying he's not good. I just think he's highly targeted and that makes him overrated. He would not be good on this team because he wouldn't just warrant multiple targets a game like that. So I, I, I just think I think he's a little overrated. That's all. Not saying he's not good. A contested cat pass catcher has a value, and he. Hey, we is all have our opinions, right? Right, and he is that. He is a contested pass catcher, and maybe that's where his value comes in from. You know, like Aaron Rodgers likes to throw it in the tight windows. Get him a pass catcher who can make contested catches, right? So that's that's what you do with him, and that's fine if if that's what it is. So yeah, that's what I see in him. I have never once worried about Devonte Adams, never. Like when we're getting ready to play against them, I, I've never worried about it. Well, theoretically, we should be worried about Titans and slot across the, you know, at things across the middle more so than anything else because we're shortened on our linebacking core with Greenlaw out. I know that he didn't have like the greatest game that first game, but um, with the cha- with the moves we had to make just to make up for his absence, <clears throat> I think that that's where they're going to have to take targets. I guess. Um, God. Damn. Yo, he had 10 receptions last year when we played them. Who? 173 yards. Adams? But, again, I think that – I think Aaron Rodgers is not – doesn't – isn't uh, – I don't know how to say that the right way. I guess he – I just don't feel like he's jiving with his team very well. Like, uh, I don't know if, you know, with the holdout and I'm going to retire, all that stuff, missing mm-hmm. the offseason, you know, not playing in the preseason, um, you know, and, and and obviously you saw in the in week one, I saw a bunch of memes after week one where, you know, his receivers are standing around like, what do we got to do? And he's just laughing like that's not yeah me. That's not leadership. That's not you know, that's not someone who is worried about how this season's going to go at all. You know, for someone who just came off an MVP season. Well, you that's what would be more concerned about that. And that goes towards what I was saying about him being streaky. You watch this game with them last night against the Lions, and when he's off, he's isolated, he's withdrawn from the pack, right? No, no pun intended. But like he he's not engaged with his receipt. You know how like you'll see Jimmy make a bad throw, or Jimmy will make a good throw and the receiver drops it. But either way, they usually come together afterwards, they do the helmet tap, like, all right, we'll get him next time, keep it moving. That's not Rodgers. If he if his throw is off or the receiver drops it, he turns to the sideline. He's going. Like when that's were, it. When you were looking at the Green Bay stats, right, a from minute ago, that huh? From last year. Right. When you yeah. were looking at that, is there a breakdown for tackles on there? Yes. Because I'm just um, curious if like my assumption is that K1 Williams probably had a bigger game, but I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh, oh for our team. Okay, hold on. Um 
our leading tackler was Warner with eight, and then a bunch of guys with four: Greenlaw, Jamar Taylor, uh, Mac Harris. Who the f- who was Mac Harris? I don't think that's Mac. Marcel Harris. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be Marcel, number thirty-six. That was him last year. Taylor was um, the one that came in to relieve Brian Allen. Yes, he no, no, no. He was in the slot. Wasn't Jamar Taylor the guy that broke his his leg? Or, or that's right, he was in the slot. He was the guy that replaced Kwan Williams, and right. everyone loved him. That, but he was your second. See, that's what I'm thinking. Is this this could be? We haven't we haven't heard a lot from Shark these yeah. first few games, and I think this is where we might hear from more from him. Yeah. Hmm. And that's why I put that comment in there about Randall Cobb. If he lines up in the slot on Williams or if he lines up outside to the side where Cobb is. Uh, I don't know if we have Nick here, if he's just here physically, but not in spirit. Um, Cause he is really focused on something. I wasn't even sure he was alive until he started blinking. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I was going to ask him the boundary thing and see if he noticed or not, but I don't know. What's up? So, did you notice how the Niners are playing defense with their cornerbacks? Are they doing the field and boundary side, or are they just letting the guys stay left side, right side? Uh, I think they were doing left and right side. So, like, no matter what, Josh Norman was on the left side of the offense and Lenore was on the right side of the, the offense. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then there was a question in here a while ago where it said, who's going to cover <laughs> Devontae Adams? And that means it's a group effort because if that's what the Niners are doing, the Packers will move him around to find the best matchup for him. We've seen we've seen them do it time and time again. So all right. Um so Nick, we were we were on uh our secondary against their wide receivers because Brian said that's where he was probably the most worried, right? Yeah, middle of the field. Like just in the yeah. <laughs> so what what about you, Nick? Give me uh your biggest area of concern. And while you're thinking, I'll read this contribution here. Uh, Lichen says, uh, Kittle finna have himself a day. Calling it now. Thank you for the $4.99 contribution. Um, all right. You, you said give you um, your biggest concern going into this game. On any position. Any group, any position, whatever, whatever your biggest concern is. Brian said it's our, it's our secondary covering their receivers. Um, but while you're thinking, like it, man, I'm not sure about this, and I, I'm not saying this because George Kittle, like George Kittle's been targeted, but the, it seems like the way they're using him this year is very different. I just, it's only two games, and I can't figure out if this is by design or not, but. I don't see Kittle getting downfield to try to grab targets. Everything seems to be at or behind the line of scrimmage. And we were seeing a lot of that last year also. So I don't know if this is just a new way that they're using Kittle or what. But if that's the case, one of my notes in here, it's not It's not going to work much. It's not going to work much. In I'm hoping game. that Kyle just hasn't pulled all the tricks out yet. And so this, like like and said, that this will be a game where Kittle is the one whose name's going to get called. This will be like a big game for Kittle and Ayuk because we haven't seen a lot of them. Right. Okay. All right, Nick. The floor is yours, buddy. Sorry, I was just trying to give you more time to think and get your thoughts together. So, um, I'm gonna go with the run game. Who's ours? Are you concerned about our our run game? Yeah. 
considering all of our running backs are injured. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, Elijah Mitchell still has the opportunity to play, obviously. Uh, Trey Sermon could even have a possibility to play, even though he has a concussion, but he could just come out of that concussion protocol. Um, I mean, really, to be honest with you, I'm worried about our offense in general. Uh, it's not that our team can't block or we can't run the football due to the offensive line, but I'm just worried about us putting up points, man. Well, so this is after watching, I went back and I watched both of the Packers games, right? And so my consistency for the defensive line, uh, their defensive line gets very little push against the run game. Uh, we should we should run on the first seven plays of the game. I don't know why I put that in here, but uh, and Smith's be- out, right? One of the Smiths are out, so uh, yes. Zadarius is on the IR, right? But in the run game, so you know how our defensive linemen. So I think this is what my problem is because I'm not sure if the rest of the league is the way that our Coseric has our guys, right? Our guys play the run on the way to the passer, so every snap they're going forward. Every snap, our defensive line is going forward. You don't see our defensive linemen get blown back off the ball. Okay? Watching the Packers against the Lions, you see that. You see their guys getting pushed back when it's a run play. Because in passing, you can't do that. It's holding. Right? You can't push them back while the ball's going the opposite direction. You can't do that. That's that's a holding uh, but in the run game, you see the Packers lineman, uh, defensive lineman, either getting pushed back or just being stood up and moved over. They have no kind of like I didn't see any real power here, and I think that with the uncertainty at who's going to be playing for us, whether it's someone that we haven't seen yet this year or if it's a banged up Mitchell and company, I still think we should run the ball to establish early. A, we're not scared to run the ball on y'all. Just get it in their heads a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So that that was my take on it. And I do understand what Nick is saying because our running backs is a huge question mark, and that right. does scare me. You know, them not knowing which holes to hit and all that stuff. It's 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 going to be either Mitchell and or someone who has not played taking a snap with this team yet other than Trenton Cannon, who got, what, two carries, I think, last week or something like that. So it's it's a bunch of question marks. Go ahead, Nick. No, I was just going to say, I mean, if you're not – I don't know. It's just offensively, with all the injuries that we have right now, offensively, that worries me. And I know whether Green Bay's defense is good or they're not good, if we don't have some running backs in there, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play better, the run game is going to be – is going to dictate how Jimmy Garoppolo plays. I see what you're saying. So, if we can't get a run game established, it's all going to be on Jimmy. And can Jimmy do that? Can he go? This is where we were talking before. Do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo in a shootout, shootout, the point for points? Yeah, but it won't be straight shootout. I mean, you're going to have jet sweeps and stuff like that that will probably come in, maybe some RPO, but – uh, so, it won't, you know, that's how they're going to make up for not having the running backs there. 
if that indeed is what happens. Let me, you want me to answer this real quick, Mike? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so Picture Perfect says to me, uh, <clears throat> what's your take on moving on from Jimmy after the Eagles game? Um, look, we can sit down and argue about this all day, back and forth. It's not going to change my thought process. Um, I was in the chat yesterday talking about it. But uh, th my take is this. Um, Kyle wants to win, right? Kyle knows what is best with uh, what's going on at, at training camp, what was best with uh, practices all week and every week. And obviously Kyle doesn't see whatever he needs to see to start Trey over Jimmy. So until Kyle makes that decision, I'm going to support Jimmy 150% and I'm not going to bitch about Trey getting time. And when he's ready for Trey to take over, I'm going to get on the Trey train and not that I'm jumping ship on Jimmy, but I'm going to support the team 150%. So that's my take. I don't think we're ready to move on. I know that Nick said yesterday that it was time to bench Jimmy, but you just don't, I can't fathom how you could do that. Uh, when you got to start a quarterback who's two and oh, um, you know, 500 plus yards in two games, no interceptions, two touchdowns. You know, I got, I got it. He's not playing the game that the fans want to see, but he's playing his game and he's playing Kyle's game. And I think that that's enough that the fans need to get on board. And Jimmy will be here until Kyle says that Jimmy's not needed anymore. Let me ask this because I think this is what the fans want to ask you in particular. And I think that they're too aggressive to ask the question the right way. Okay. Do you see ways in how, I'm not even going to say Trey, a different quarterback can make this offense run more efficiently and better? I do. Kyle apparently doesn't. No, 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 no. I, I didn't even say a quarterback on this roster right now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm okay, yes. In general. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's, yes, that's what I wanted to know. Okay. All right. That's what I wanted to know. Is Maybe Jimmy the best what... quarterback for this system? No. But is he the best quarterback for this system that we have on the team per the head coach? Yes. Right now. Add the right now part. Sure, right now. Yes. Eventually. Right. And that could yeah. be right now all the way till 2022. So let me let me ask you this then. You think we're gonna win you think we can win these three games with Jimmy Garoppolo in under center? Yes. Okay. Playing the way he just played. Playing the way he played on Sunday. two weeks ago or this last one? Because Sunday. every quarterback has up and down games. You know that. Sunday. So, yeah, if any quarterback in the league played like he played on Sunday in the, for the first half, we probably would lose. If Stafford came in here and played like that, we would lose. Like it, So you can argue all day if you want to about it. But I, me personally, I think that the team's not ready to move on. Kyle's obviously not ready to move on or else he would have made the change already. And I think that the fans want a different kind of football game than what Kyle's ready to offer you. I understand where you're coming from. I don't want a different type of football game. I just want to win games. And well, we're doing that right now. The way that we're playing, yeah, we're two and zero, but we're lucky we're two and zero. Well, if it's luck, it's not eat, on one player on this 49, team. The 49ers, and there's no guarantee Trey's going to come in here and light it up either. He could be no, a bust. We you, don't know. But when you have no run game, he brings another dimension. That's all I'm saying. He potentially brings another dimension. We no, don't. He know. definitely like, brings another dimension. Maybe we one haven't seen. Him, another, we don't just know. A, just the threat of run. He has better and different tools than Jimmy. He can. I watched him overthrow players in that preseason game. So it's 
it's still a matter of him getting reps, but I have watched or I listened to Kyle. He's not ready to give him the reps to do that. And until Kyle makes that decision, I can't, I can't jump on board because I 150% am for the 49ers, not for Jimmy, not for Trey. I'm for winning for the 49ers. And I don't know why, if, why I can't support Jimmy and still like Trey, I, no, I don't can. know why that's something can. we can't do fans. You can. I'm not attacking you. I'm just asking for your reasoning. I'm saying, did has you, my reasoning not been somewhat sound? Well, your reason you're you're going back to your reasoning as saying that Kyle's not ready because Kyle's the head coach. I don't. I'm not at camp. I'm not at practice. I have no idea what Trey can do versus what Jimmy can do and what they're showing him. Right. Kyle has to make that decision. And until Kyle makes that decision, the fan base needs to get on board with supporting Jimmy 100%. Because you don't know better. I don't know better than Kyle. Mike doesn't know better than Kyle. And nobody in the chat knows better than Kyle. Just like you just said, we can speak and say that we want Trey to start. Sure. But that doesn't mean we don't support Jimmy. It doesn't feel that way from the fan base. It does not feel that way at all. It feels like it's either Jimmy or Trey. Bro, they want to win. They we're winning. But we're not winning. We Yes, our record is 2-0. and oh. Did we win that game yesterday or did the Eagles lose it? Depends on how you look at it, I guess. No, I'm asking you. Did Let's we go defense. Our defense, won, our that defense won that game. What's that? It's a team sport. Our defense won that game. No, bullshit. De- bullshit. No, come on, Nick. No, don't okay. do Nick, Nick, that part, the defense definitely won the game. Listen, I'm with you. I, I like what you're saying. But you know our defense held it down, bro. Come on, bro. Bro, they did at, did at certain points. Yes, if the if the receiver doesn't, if they don't do the penalties on the on the uh, the big plays, the guy doesn't accidentally. Jalen Reglan doesn't no, step no, out of no bounds. Penalties. The the listen, Lenore pushed him out of bounds with his shoulder as he's running down the field. He okay, knows he where the boundary. boundary is. Lenore pushed him out of bounds on that. That that wasn't luck. That's Lenore knowing the field and the boundaries. He pushed him out. Of, he even pulled up at the end of it. Like, yeah, go ahead and catch it if you want. It don't matter. He stopped uh, running with him, bro. And then I, you I, got the and then you got the block field goal, right? That's Kinlaw and Jones in the middle, right? He said it. He was like, yeah, you got to have the vert. I got the vert. Plus, I got Jones getting good push next to me. More defensive guys right there, right? And then you got the stop. I'm just I'm just stirring the pot, bro. I just want to get involved with it. y'all. Can keep going. <laughs> y'all, y'all keep shooting, but I, I did. I'm not gonna let y'all. Our offense was terrible and a big disappointment to me this past game. So I'm with what you're saying there, Nick. And there was some moments that were disappointing. Yes, oh, bro, the whole, I, was, we, I was disappointed the whole game. There was I, some, I didn't I, feel anywhere bad, nervous about this game as I did when we played Detroit and they started coming back. Brian, a bad offense will have some good offensive plays. I saw good offensive plays. Okay, so you're just playing teams. the other hand. I said well, no, no, there were some is, bad plays. There were some good plays. You can no, say no, it either there were way. a lot of bad plays. We went three and out an entire first half until the very last drive. That's not normal. Yeah, we not got blown up team. on the first play of the game. But not for not for the, that's not normal for this team is what I'm saying, right? I'm just saying. What I'm saying is I, I saw Chip Kelly have good offensive plays. I saw Jim Tom Sula have good offensive plays on some of sure. the worst teams. I've ever seen in my entire life, right? I personally but think that Trey would have got killed on Sunday. I don't I don't know that. And maybe he would have. I don't and know I, that I'm either. That, <clears throat> but here's what Nick is saying, I think. And Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> Jimmy is good in a system where it's complementary football. Complementary football means all three phases are working together well. 
defense, special teams, and the entire offense, right? Right now, I think what Nick's biggest concern is that there's no run game. That's just going to allow the defenses to just go at Jimmy. There, there's no threat of a run game right now. And if that's the case, that's going to make what we know of Jimmy seem even worse. And I think I could be wrong. Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's what Nick is saying. And I think that's why he's asking, even the way we just played. And you're like, yeah, we'll still keep winning. I don't I know think, if that's the case without the run game. I think game that we can keep winning. Jimmy. I think that we can keep winning with Jimmy in there in this system, just like it is. Even if we have to rotate new backs through, because we compensate when we can't make running plays by utilizing Debo and Ayuk out of the backfield, right? We do swing plays. We do the, you know, um, RPOs or uh, the bubble screens and all bubble that. Bubble screens. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be 100%. We're going to go out there and win, but I, I honestly think that we will, and I don't think that we're going to take much of a downturn due to missing the backs that we're currently missing. And and then we don't even know. Like Nick said, Sermon could get right back in there. We may, may get pulled off of the concussion protocol if he can pass all of his tests. You know, we, we won't know till what, Thursday is when he has to pass everything by, I think? Yeah. Look, everybody can call me what you want. A Jimmy G stand, a, a Jimmy G hater, whatever you want. I have been 100% supportive of this dude and wanting him to play. But yesterday, my dude wasn't even under pressure and couldn't even hit a guy five feet in front of him. Like, this is where we lose games. And if you guys as fans can't see that, not you, Brian. I'm saying fans in general, you're being homerish. Like, if you cannot see that we need to try something different or Jimmy needs to get his shit straight, this team is not going to continue to win football games against better football teams. Do you? Okay, so can I just ask a question real quick? Do you think that Kyle will ever put us in a position that he thinks that we're going to walk into the game and lose? Absolutely. You think he's just going to be like, I'm sticking with Jimmy because he's my guy. Absolutely. And I don't. Kyle Shanahan is the most stubbornest court. The I agree he's stubborn, but I don't think he's going to purposely throw a game because of his ego. I'm not saying he's going to throw a game, but him not changing players. We've seen it with Tevin Coleman starting in the Super Bowl. Taking snaps from Raheem Moster. We all came on here and said, why is, why is Kyle Shanahan starting Tevin Coleman? He will put this team in what he believes and hurt the team. He's done it over and over again. He kept Dante Pettis here too long. He's kept Richie James here too long. He's keeping Jalen Hurd here too long. I don't agree. It's just, I mean, you don't have to agree, bud. Like, I'm no, not I know. arguing with I'm just you. letting I'm you know. Just... Like, I agree with what you're saying for the most part, but that last one, I don't. What, Jalen Hurd? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know that he's hurt, but, I mean, we hung on to McKinnon because of the contract we give him. I mean, I, I think, you know, you give Verrett an extra year because of the contract, and we have faith that he's going to get better. And then, obviously, he has a great year last year, and now he's out because he's injury-prone. You know, and Jalen may never play a, a, a snap in the regular season, right? May never happen. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I think if Jalen Look, Hurd I have will... nothing. Look, if Jimmy's under center – I root for the 49ers. I don't give a shit who's under there. I just want to win. That's all I want. And yesterday, watching, or Sunday, watching that team try to execute with Jimmy Garoppolo under center with no pressure in his face, and he can't even make a three-foot screen pass, 
Are you you just keep reiterating back to the use check? Was that what you're talking about? Where it was behind use check? Brian, he made two good throws that entire game. I'm just asking if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm saying he made two good throws that entire game. That was was a big one because there was nothing but green grass ahead of him. That was was six points right there. Those are things where you lose. Like, those are things where you lose. and, And that, for a fact, is we couldn't even get a first down for the first three series. Right, but teams figure out, good teams figure out a way to win. And even though Jimmy wasn't necessarily balling out, they found a way to win, right? I don't I don't know. I right. I just You're I can't right. because because I haven't seen Trey play against NFL caliber players at all other than in the preseason. All I'm trying to say is I can't get on board with it. All I'm trying to say is that you're right. Good teams find a way to win. But good teams aren't going to find a way to win against better teams. When you do not execute. Hold that thought, both of you guys. Don't say anything else. Let me just read these contributions because the screen is full of them and I don't want to lose any of them. Um, Mass Drawwall. I feel like I'm saying something backwards that I should know. Uh, I support the Niners 100%, but throwing a screen pass to the dirt is unacceptable with continued overthrowing passes. I like Jimmy, but Lance is the one. Terradome says, synopsis, we can win with Jimmy, but Trey has potential to win us the game. And, uh, oh, no, I read that one already. I think I lost one. I'm sorry if I lost it. There's a $7 one somewhere. Uh, where is it? Yeah, I just saw it is somewhere. It? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I'm with Nick. 27 points in six quarters. Teams will start stacking the box and make Jimmy throw outside the numbers. Jimmy is limited. I got to do it. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I got to do it. <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking about. It's cool. All right. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it. I, I'm happy. Sorry. Uh, all right. You guys can continue now. Yeah. And look, I, and Brian, you know, I love you to death. I'm just, I'm, I'm just getting fed up because when we get into this gauntlet here, if things don't change, look, Jimmy could come out next week and play lights out. He could play lights out the next three. Fans weeks. still won't be happy. Who won't? The fans. Fans won't be happy. He can come out and ball out. They'll be like, well, oh, it was I a fluke. A what the I don't give a shit what the fans think. I'm thinking about myself right now. I'm not going – I'm not basing my decision off what the fans think. I'm basing my decision off what I sat there and watched. And that's my opinion. That I, I don't give a shit what anybody else says. This is my opinion. He can come out here and ball out. But if he continues to play the way that he is, this team's in trouble. Because you have no run game to back it up. You got injuries across the board. You're down a, a starting corner. There's no way you're going point for point if you have to throw the ball down the field when my guy can't even hit a you know a three foot screen pass. You can say, oh well, we can use Debo in in bubble screens mm-hmm. and we can use Debo in in end arounds and all these other things, but you know that if we have no run game, they're stacking the box with eight players. They're going to stack the box continually. You've seen it against with the Eagles yesterday. They continually stack the box. Okay. That's well, all I'm saying. And sure. I, look, I want Jimmy to be successful just as much as anybody else because if Jimmy's successful, the 49ers are successful. So That's if all you I see care. that and all these people in the chat that are all about Nick right now, I agree, I agree, which is fine. I don't care. You don't have to agree with me at all. I don't ever care. But why hasn't Kyle made the change? 
because Kyle, I, I don't know what he's waiting on, bro. He sees something that we don't see as fans. That's what I'm saying. Like he and the, the staff see something. Otherwise, there would have been a change. So let me ask you this. Why did Kyle Shanahan go back and re go back to something on something he said? Jimmy Garoppolo had a, a interview on KMBR, and he told them that Kyle Shanahan told him that they were going to go one-for-one one, dual quarterback system in the beginning of the season. That didn't happen. Right, because he lies to us all the time. He's, no, no, he told Jimmy this, not us. He told, he told Jimmy he, this. Okay. In an interview? Kyle Shanahan told Jimmy this. So Was this in an interview? Where, where did that come from? It was on the KMBR interview. Okay. So Kyle said that he told Jimmy it was going to go back and forth. Jimmy told Ky Jimmy told that Kyle told him that. Okay. I'm just trying to find out where you where how this came to be, what you're saying. Yes. So Kyle Shanahan changed something up. Kyle Shanahan hasn't used Trey Lance. Now, could Kyle Shanahan be waiting to unleash Trey Lance in these three game these three bigger games? Very possible. Or the divisional games to where he doesn't want to put them in against Green Bay due to the fact that he thought that we could win these games. The two first games that we had because of new coaches, new you know, sure. players. Yep. You don't put them in against Green Bay because you don't want Seattle to get tape on them. Now you go into Seattle and you play him against Seattle to get those two divisional wins using Trey Lance because those two divisional wins are very, very important, as well as the Green Bay Packers game. But I don't know, man. I just think that Kyle's stubborn sometimes, man. He has, like, this stubborn mentality. I agree. 100%. I agree that he's stubborn. But I don't think he's ever going to put this team in a position where they're going to come out and not be the best team that he can put on the field. I mean, that's head. That's what a head coach should be doing, right? Put the best team. Not what we think. Like, I think that Trey might be better or Trey can do this better. There obviously must be some things that Jimmy does better than Trey or Tr Jimmy wouldn't be starting. That's just – to me, that's that's the holdup is, is that Kyle's seeing something that we as fans don't see or don't know about that is making Jimmy stand out over Trey. And whether that's how he – how Kyle wants to utilize Jimmy doesn't fit into how he wants to utilize Trey. I have no idea. Um, none of us know that, but the actions speak louder than words. So Jimmy could have gotten whatever he got from Kyle and Kyle can say whatever he wants, but what Kyle is doing is putting Jimmy on the field. And even when he was having a downtime in the Eagles game, Trey didn't come on to relieve him to be the savior of the game. He left Jimmy out there. There has to be a reason for that. So you don't think Kyle Shanahan's ever put this team in? You think Kyle Shanahan's has always done what's best for this team? When it comes to the quarterback position, I would think so. To anything, to anything. Well, like you said, you said earlier, like, I, I think that there are, there are things that you can nitpick. Like obviously, like what you said earlier, we kept Pettis way too long. We I don't know why Coleman was starting. I don't even know why Coleman was on the roster. I think we kept Richard Sherman for an extra year that we didn't need to. I have all kinds of qualms with the personnel moves that we do. But when he fields a team on game day, he's going to do what I think is in the best. What no. he thinks is in the best interest no. of winning the game. He doesn't. And I, I personally know that for a fact. And because you talked to somebody? Yes. Somebody's this dad? Goes back, this goes back to the Akello Witherspoon and um, what was that? Brian Allen situation. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Trey is in Kyle's doghouse. 
the way Akello was. So right. I don't think that applies here. But I just wanted to answer Nick's question. No, I don't think he does it 100% of the time with the roster. That's it. All right, I'm going to shut up. Y'all can keep going. Get to these questions because they're stacking up again. Yeah, get to the questions and we'll move on from this Jimmy shit. As a professional 49ers fan, we need to trust the coaches, not just the players. 49ers fan for life. Well, we don't have to trust the coaches. We just have to deal with whatever they give us. That's really what it comes down to. There's And there's a big difference. As fans, we can sit here and say this guy is not good at coaching or this guy is good at coaching or this guy could be better at coaching. And it doesn't mean that you want a new coach. It doesn't mean that you don't like the coach. It means that you want to see something different. I mean, I remember <clears throat> that it was clear Mick Mullins understood the playbook and assignments significantly better than C.J. Beathard, right? Yep. But I wanted to see C.J. Beathard because I missed downfield throws. I was just to that point. That, that's what I wanted. I, I just wanted to see it. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it it's okay to have an opinion that's not – Hey, this team is perfect and everything is fine. It's okay to me. It's okay to have that kind of opinion. I I don't even know where I left off. Did we did we read this one here? No. We should have a twenty dollar or nineteen ninety nine, a ten dollar, and two fives. When the real Jimmy comes out and starts throwing picks, Kyle will have no choice but to switch. Eventually, Jimmy is going to get hit hard and start playing scared again. It's just a matter of time. It's from Walter. There, he's right. Oh. What, all right. Uh, Jimmy has been scoped for the first six to eight games. Scope? Is that right? Oh, Jimmy is being scoped for the first six to eight games. If he has a record of 500 or worse in that time span, he's hit. Watch. All right. Uh, come on, guy. It's supposed to be an S. We all know Kyle has done some of the darnest things. Jimmy definitely limits this offense. There's a ton of contributions. All right, hold on. Where's the next one here? That was Jimmy's scope. Sorry. Uh, Kyle doesn't want to lose the locker room, Brian. Oh, he said he was answering your question. That's why he didn't put Jimmy in. Yep. You agree with that? Uh, no, I, mean, I was just saying, yeah. That... Oh, okay. Oh, we read this one already, right? I I read this before. There should be a 10 and then a 1999 somewhere. I, that's um, as high up as I I don't think we up. read that one. The 10 was when the real Jimmy comes in. I We read that already. No, the 10 My, says, it's from Picture Perfect again. It says Samuel is the leading receiver so far. This, yeah, sorry? Samuel is the leading receiver so far with oh, Jimmy okay. as a QB. Yeah, we discussed uh, Debo Samuel and his stats earlier in the game. We even have a little graphic here for it. Uh, second in the NFL with total receptions and first with uh, yards. Uh, so, you know. I we, think he we, was we, just saying that because Jimmy was the quarterback. Oh, okay. All right. All right. If you guys want to keep going, you can. I, I spoke my piece. No, I told you I wanted to be done with this Jimmy Trey conversation three months ago, but, you know. I gave you punk asses the floor early to start this whole thing. Brian, that was your cue. I was like, Brian, you weren't here. Is there anything you wanted to add? And you were like, no, we're good. Let's talk about the Packers. Yeah, let's talk I about the Packers. The Packers and we're I didn't bring here. this shit up. No, they a comment brought it up. Right. I still love all you guys. I was the guy you were yelling at, remember, Mike, when you're like, I don't know why these people on podcasts don't want to talk about this is low-hanging fruit. I'm like, because I'm done talking about it. No, it, it, it is very, very low-hanging fruit, but not during the preview show because the season's here. I was mad at podcasters. Oh, you thought I was talking to you about that? No, I figured you're talking about a lot of people. <laughs> no, it, I, it was I was in that group. Oh, my sure. God. 
No, it was about people complaining about it prior to the season getting here. It's the hottest topic in the entire NFL. That wasn't the you. Oh, man. That wasn't from the Stop Lying episode, was it? Mm, no, I don't think so. Well, okay. no. All right. All right. Any, all right. So where were we? I got so many notes about this defense uh, or, or this, this, this matchup here um, that I don't know what we went over. So how about this, guys? I didn't bring it up. I was answering a question, Andrew. I honestly, I don't remember who brought it up. I just sat back and let you guys have it because I spoke my piece. I even said why I don't think Trey is in yesterday. I don't know if anybody remembers and and I don't. It's it's whatever. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with Jimmy though. Just so you guys know, and I don't think it was ever a competition. So, Lewis, uh, put it in the chat. We'll read it. All right. So, uh, let me just read a couple of the notes that I have. You guys want to comment like say something because i'm going to be reading my screen here um i will happily just shut up so you guys can jump in on these but these are some of the notes that i have from watching two games of film on the packers okay uh number 76 john runyon offensive guard so he's the left guard okay he plays next to the substitute tackle now this guy is really fun to watch in the run game physical and loves contact so this is for their offense okay Loves contact. I hope so. Uh, gets to the second level with ease and cannot wait to hit. Why don't the Packers run behind him all the time? Every snap, the first two drives, he easily pushed his man back a yard and a half to two yards at least, shed his man, and then went to the second and third levels with anticipation. This guy was ready to block. Um, that was my note on him. So I you have don't a, think that – well, that was your note. You don't want us to be insider or anything. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. If you guys I'm just saying, something. like, he's got to go up against Kinlaw. That's a big dude to be trying to push yards down the field, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or yeah, even DJ, bro. if you switch it up, that's still another big dude. When I tell you he was handling people, though, man, like, he was handling people. I This big dude, he was doing some, like, you know, you know how the, the clips go around on 49ers Twitter about uh, Trent Williams? Was he? I was gonna say, was he handling him like Trent Williams, where he just yes. throws people down? <laughs> yeah, bro, but like looking for someone else to hit. Like I, it was, he was he was fun to watch, especially early on. If you guys, I tell you what, don't even go back and watch a full watch a full game, right? Go back and watch the condensed version of the game, just their first couple of drives, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm, if, huh? I'm not a Richard Sherman hater. I think he's lost a step and needs to convert to safety, and he wasn't willing to do that with us. And uh, I do agree, or I do think that he he will be a Hall of Famer. He's the first but, uh, Hall of Famer, but he has he's no part of the reason we team. lost that Super Bowl, though. And you can take it for what it's worth. Yeah, he he doesn't have a role on this team, but he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Um, here's one that you guys might want to comment on. Aaron Jones is exciting to watch in against an undisciplined team. Does a lot of dancing and attempts to gain an extra yard or two. Even jumps backwards occasionally could easily get into his head just by being disciplined and making him stay honest. Stop the dancing and he becomes mortal. I don't know why teams fall for the fakes so much when he's just trying to get an extra yard or two. Again, Aaron Jones. Nothing? No thoughts? No, I All mean, right. I think our defensive line can handle that. Our defensive line is going to tear his ass up. I'm yeah. telling you now. That's I was, something I wasn't that, going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> no, well, no, because we're, we're this is our this is not a prediction so much show, but this is our our looking ahead, and that plays into the the strength of our team. Like when we get a chance to stay disciplined, 
we're really good. It's the guys that make us have to go off key. Like he, he, he was doing this against a team that was not sound. And so, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about him. All right. Um, all right. Here's an Aaron Rodgers one. I think I read this already. Aaron Rodgers easily rattled. How long has he been like that? I think I read this already, right? I, 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 I don't know I if you read that or not. Sorry, I'm blocking all the spam that's coming in. Sorry. No, 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 you're all right. I'm uh so what I said about Aaron Rodgers, if you heard this, just stop me, okay? Uh Aaron Rodgers easily rattled. How long has he been playing like this? Happy feet in the pocket if his guys don't have clear separation. Uh, can see the panic set in as routes take time to develop. He's extremely streaky. One good throw makes him unleash the entire arsenal. He throws fearlessly until you give him reason not to. That's true. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, he does. He definitely, I mean, I know you like using that word. You've used that word several times, but he's definitely streaky. You know, he'll go and he'll have his hot moments and then he won't. Uh -huh. But I think that um, at least what we, what I recall seeing over the last few years is pretty much he crumples when the, you know, our defensive line is coming at him and he's got, we have a healthy defensive line. He's going to see all four of those guys or five of them, really six of them. If you want to count Ubicom two in there. Right. And maybe I, maybe I, I didn't know if I read this earlier or not, because I know you guys were commenting on how he is with his receivers. And I was talking about like the helmet pats and butt pats, like mm -hmm. when Jimmy and them mess up. I know I read my comment, at least to myself, Oh. At that time, thinking about how streaky he is, because he's even streaky with his communication with his players. If a series goes bad, he just walks off to the side. He don't give a shit. He's not. He's not there to say, "Hey, you know, you did good. I messed that up, or I messed that up." You. Did. He's not there for that. Mm -hmm. If the series is if the series is bad, he's to the sideline and he's not I, talking to people. I mean, he's just seeing. You know how I know how you are, and I, you know how I am about nonverbal communication. Yeah. And seeing how he's interacting on the sidelines, you know, and it's short clips here and there, you know, stuff that you see on the internet. I'm not watching a whole Packers game normally, except for last night or, um, but he, and with his actions, right. He stayed away from the team. He wanted to be gone. He was going to retire. He's going to go do jeopardy, whatever he, you know, he didn't want to be here because they went and drafted his replacement, but they're not ready to move on to his replacement because the guy they drafted is probably not going to end up being his replacement. Um, and I just don't think that his his heart doesn't seem like it's in it, like it does. It just doesn't, right? To me, no, I'm I'm with you, man. It seems like he's there to get the check. I'm really good at what I do still, so you're gonna appreciate me. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I and it's gonna be really easy to rattle him. Um, so my my note about the quick feet or happy feet, right? There was there was a couple of plays where they snapped the ball and the pocket is clean, like. Hike one, two, and then all of a sudden he like starts like moving. Not just you know Peyton Manning had this like foot tap thing that he would do as he turns directions, but mm -hmm. he's hopping like he kept. It wasn't that Aaron was actually moving, like moving the pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going side to side and and, and all that. And I'm like, dude, like you can't be doing this right now. Like you're still in a clean pocket. What are you doing? So. I think it's going to be something that uh, we have to really, really pay attention to. And I think the Niners can get in his head also. I think so. Uh, I read my Aaron Rodgers comment there. Uh, 
I said Josh. Oh, this is Randall Cobb. I read that already. Josh Norman should be able to clamp Randall Cobb, but I don't know how often he'll line up on his side. If he goes to the slot, Williams won't have an issue. Offense gets very vanilla with the run game in red zone and near the goal line. If you go back and watch last night's rushing touchdowns, they would not have happened against us. I don't know if that means anything to you, man, but they, this team did not seem to be really uh, like the, I guess because we see such creative run schemes and styles from Kyle, I expect it when I know someone's running Kyle's system. And I don't see that when I'm watching the Packers. Uh, did you have any thoughts on what their run game looked like when they got in the red zone area? I don't even know if it's something that you paid attention to, but did you have any uh, ideas on that? No, fortunately, no. I can't expand on that at all. All right. No, you're good. Uh, oh, I didn't see this contribution. Guy. You take that. Let me look for my next note here. I think well, everything big, else I have is defensive and uh, special teams. Big Des. Uh, Sh- Shanahan doesn't care if he runs 45 times, averaging three yards a carry as long as he limits Jimmy's attempts. He feels like he can win with the defense. You disagree with that? You agree with that? What do you think? I'm not necessarily in disagreement with it because obviously that's what we're seeing, right? Like, I again, it's not what we as a fan base, we want to see the big, long, you know, 40, 50-yard throws down the field. Let's move. Let's march. We, we as a fan base seem to not like to see, you know, the th- – the drives that take three, four downs to get a first down, you know, it's it's uh, more painful to watch, I guess. Um, but it's part of the game, and it's part of Kyle's game, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, I want to disagree with this comment, right? Because I feel like Kyle's been kind of getting over on us all this time. Now, hear me out. I love Kyle Shanahan as a head coach. I love Kyle Shanahan as an offensive coordinator because I can see the glimpses of genius in it. I'm ready to see it all consistently. And I feel like it's time for Kyle. It's Nick Backer. Did he just turn his camera off? Um, I don't see I him. feel like it's time for Kyle to say, hey, my offense can now carry my defense, not the other way around. You were this offensive genius who beat the hell out of Seattle while you were in Atlanta, and that's what got Jed York's attention. I remember that playoff game. I remember what Atlanta did to that top defense and they, their heads were, you remember, you remember when we played, remember when we played the Packers in the postseason in 2012, uh, Colin Kaepernick's first time playing. Yep. And remember when, uh, Clay I probably won't remember play by play, but yeah, no, no, but no, no, not, but Clay Matthews, literally it was Colin Kaepernick's long 57 yard run down the right sideline. Clay Matthews literally spun around because he had no idea where the ball was, who had it, and Cap just went right around the side and, and ran it in, right? That's what Kyle Shanahan had Seattle doing that year. Nick, are you ready? If so, give me a thumbs up, buddy. I'll pop you back in. Okay. I think it's a thumbs up. Or he's wiping Thumb in his eye. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, could, I couldn't tell. Sorry. He's on mute, though. I don't know what he's saying. I said I got to pop off in like two minutes, though. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like that's what that's what Shanahan had Seattle's defense doing. And at the time, Seattle was the biggest threat to us. Right. And so I was like, that's what I want in an offensive coordinator. 
We haven't seen that anymore. We, we are seeing a team relying on the defense to sustain the success. I want to see sustain. All, I, I, you know what I want to see? If we're going to lose a game, I want to see us lose 37 to 35. That's sure. what I want to see. Right. Like when you don't get the field goal at the end of the Seahawks game or against the Ravens. <laughs> you yes. know? Yeah, yeah. But don't give me that that Falcons crap from last year. What was the score in that game last year, Stupid Nick? Like, lopsided. Like 12 to 19 or something stupid. You know what I mean? Oh. Like I don't I don't want to lose games like that. I want if we're gonna lose a game, I want us to lose a game in a big way. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, because we got the offensive mind to get that's what I want to see. I want to know that our offense can go toe-to-toe with any team despite what our defense plays. And if we happen to lose, we happen to lose. Blame it on the defense then for allowing a team to put up 37 points. But watching that Super Bowl and people saying, oh, it was the defense's fault, I feel like our offense probably should have put up some more points. You know, like it's give and take with everything. And if we put up more points, the drives are longer, their offense doesn't get back on the field. It's give and take with everything. I want our offense to not be the excuse anymore. That's what I want to see with Kyle Shanahan. He's been here too long for that. Five years now. Sure, I think Five we all years. want to see that. Huh? I said I think we all want to see that. All right, well, and all right, that's what I want to see, but we're not seeing it right now. Yeah, and there's you're you're right. We're not seeing it in the first and two I games and of the season. injuries. <laughs> I know injuries are a massive, and I'm not just talking about this year. Every year, injuries are a massive part of it, but it's freaking tiring. I want to right. see Kyle ride. I don't want to see him riding the coattails of the defense. I want to see the defense saying, hey, we got an offense where we can go out here and take some risks. That's what that I was, want. That was the nice thing about that that long drive in the third quarter where it was just like, we're going to hammer this out one piece at a time. But the Eagles defense is going to sit their asses on the – you know, they're going to sit their asses over there, and we're going to tire out the defense on the field. You know, We're just going right. to make it so that you guys are not going to – you want to come at us like that, like they did in the opening you know, first quarter? When we get the ball and we can get a drive going, then we're going to do everything we can to make that, you know. I, to me, I thought that that was finally some good clock utilization. Sure, I would have loved the quick score, but that was good game planning, if you will, to, to tire out the defense for the second half of the game. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys want me to read the rest of my notes, or Nick, you got to run? What you got to do? You can read the rest of your notes. I'm, I got to get out of here in like two minutes, though. All right. Um, I have all right on defense. I, I, I haven't even read my defensive notes yet, bro. Uh, cornerback Kevin King can be taken serious advantage of. Bites on the double move a lot and gets handsy in order to not lose position on those same double moves. Should draw flags if targeted at critical times in the game. He was number 20. So if you guys go back and watch that Packers game, look at number 20. Um getting handsy and can be taken advantage of all right here's who i think our focus is going to be on as we develop our offensive game plan okay devondre campbell is a poor man's quan alexander good and bad plays alike over anxious but is definitely a spark on their defense chess move to manipulate him but if successful can really turn this game around he runs himself out of plays when he's not settled in and he's too anxious Maybe target him early in the game with screen passes uh, to take advantage of his anxiousness. So someone else to go out. He was number, fuck, 59, 56? Hold on. 
I didn't write down his number, but I did put his name in here. Uh, just some things for you guys to go out and look at. Oh, I think I closed that window. Let me see if I still open up my browser. Will it tell me? Will it go to that same screen? Nope, that's StreamYard. Oh, wait, here it is. It is here. It is here. He is number 59, Devondre Campbell. So you guys go out and look for him. He's the middle linebacker, long dreads, Devondre Campbell. All right. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, defensive line gets very little push against the run game. We talked about that already. We should run the first seven plays. And then uh, my only note here for special teams was this. Uh, interesting punt pr protection team. They double both gunners extremely aggressively, completely wipes them out. Multiple times this happened in the game, and it allowed their return man to get seven or eight yards easy before there was the first person there for contact. So they do this thing where they double both of the outside gunners and they crowd the line too. They don't like stagger them or anything like that. So that's what they were doing there. All right. So guys, let's get some final thoughts here on previewing the Packers. Uh, I gave you guys some things to look forward to or go back and watch. And hopefully if we do that, we can even review some of that stuff on Thursday and tell some other things that you guys noticed. Uh, some final thoughts here though on this upcoming game. Nick, go ahead since you got a bounce. Yeah, I mean, look, the biggest thing that we got to do with this this team, obviously, is establish a run. I, I really – I've said that numerous times. I don't think if we can't establish a run, I don't think we win this football game. If we can run the ball 35 times, averaging four to five yards per carry, I think we'll be okay. Um, I do think that we see Trey Lance in some of this game um, here and there. Maybe not, you know – what we see last time, four snaps. So I would say in the four to six range, um, four to six range. And uh, I'm going to go, this is going to be a close game for me. Should I give a score prediction yet? If you want to, yeah, yeah, if you can. I have mine in my synopsis here. I'm going to, I'm going to read mine tonight. And if my mind changes throughout the week, I'll tell them, but I'm going to read mine now. Callie, I, I see you, bud. Um, I'm going to go 28-24 Niners. I think they pull it off. All right. But I also, 20, you said 24-28 Niners? 28-24, yeah. That's four touchdowns. All right. All right. I like it, man. If you think we're doing – just to be clear, you think you got us doing that with Jimmy, right? I have Jimmy in, yeah, but I didn't even get to tell you my – Hot take. Let's do oh. it. Hot take. Oh, you saving there? You giving it to us? What you doing? I think Trey Lance gets the winning touchdown drive. <laughs> Wait, so that means that they're winning? That means that they're winning twenty-four to twenty-one, and he pulls Jimmy to put Trey Lance in for the last drive. Wow! All right. All right, Brian, man, what are your thoughts here, man? No, um, right, guys, I got to get out of here, though. So, All right, buddy. Love you, bro. Jumping in, man. We appreciate it. Much you, love man. to you guys, man. Hit that like and subscribe button for us, guys, and uh, rate and review. Love all you guys. Stay safe. Now, I'll Peace. see you guys on the next one. <laughs> Peace. There it is. There it is. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's see here.
now I forgot where I was even at. Um, first of all, shout out to the guys out there that are giving me some love. I appreciate to the guys that are giving me some haters. Hate, I love you guys too. Um, you know, you got to take it for what it's worth, but, you know, un until the change gets made, you guys need to start pulling for the, the players that are on the field. Um, you know, and when Trey gets in there, I'll get in there too with after Trey. And it's not jumping trains. It's just, you know, I support who's on the field. And that's until Kyle tells me, Otherwise, by his actions, that's the way I have to look at the game. I know not everybody agrees with that, and that's that's fine. Um, that's what's great about this show, uh, about this fan base, is we can agree, disagree, or agree, and still get along and party afterwards. You know, um, as far as this game coming up, uh, I still think that we're gonna win. I don't know that it'll be as close as what did Nick say? 28? 24, 28, yeah. 24, 28. Um, I honestly think that our defense is going to get after uh, Rodgers, and I don't think that he's going to have quite that game. And I think that our defensive line is also going to be able to stop most of the run. I'm not going to say they're going to shut them out, but it'll probably be, for me, I think it's going to be like 28-14. Um, but the caveat to that is that I'm going to the game, and I have never, in all the games I attended, ever seen the 49ers win in person. Oh, shit! God, why did he say that? You can't go. You can't go. <laughs> I'm you going. Can't win. Anybody know what movie that's from? You can't win. They're all gonna laugh at you, man. I don't know. No, that was Adrian and Rocky. Oh, when he had to go fight the Russian. You know, remember she was like pissed yeah, off. Yeah, I do remember that. Yep. You can't win. That was one of my favorite ones, man. I swear. Uh, I had a buddy who said he's never seen any of the Rocky movies. Not one of them. What? I can't, I can't understand that. I don't know how you're an '80s baby and never saw one. I don't right? Know. How is that possible? Yeah, but uh, so listen, man. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I used to do this thing when I was younger where I would not watch the Niners because every time I watched them, they would lose, and I felt like I was jinxing my favorite team, right? But the truth of the matter is, we just sucked. It was just, it was just. A, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It no, was I get it. I get team, it. You know, so you can't. You know, you can't you can't do that. You go out there and you put all the positive vibes in the air that you possibly can and and you you enjoy yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, now let me get to my prediction. I like that right there. Damn. Peachy bringing it. If you're gonna Peachy. go 48, you might as well just go 49. Peachy on that crown tonight. She out there drinking, she throwing them back like that. There's, <laughs> there's no way the Niners getting no 48 points. 48 to 7. Whew. I don't I don't even all right, let's see. Here's what I have here. Overall, I overestimated their offense, but their defense is exactly what I thought it was. Everything fluctuates, and there's nothing consistent. Same can actually be said for their offense. Campbell in the middle of the field is truly the wild card. If he has a good game, that means he shut down the middle of the field, and we turn, and we in turn struggled. I think it comes down to the arms of the quarterbacks, but low-scoring game instead of an actual shootout. Still close. My final prediction at this moment, 49ers lose this game 18 to 21. Mike with the hate. <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. It could be because I just watched how many points they put up last night, you know, and I do know that our team is significantly better than the Lions. I'm not, you know, I I was the one person on all of what felt like what felt like all of 29ers 49ers Twitter saying that the game was never close and, you know, people were overreacting to 
how bad we played against the Lions, and I felt like we were in control and all that stuff. Um, but it it's still – I understand how bad the Lions are. I don't know that if you just give Aaron Rodgers enough times, enough attempts in a close game, he doesn't find a way to pull it out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I get I get what you're saying. I just – don't agree with it. <laughs> it's fine. Oh no, no. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't asking you. Do you do you agree? I'm just saying. No, but I mean, I'm looking like the, the Detroit's Lion defense is not our defense. I think I think he's going to have a real big problem. Which is why they only get 21 points. I completely agree. I completely agree. I just think that we let them hang around a little bit too long, and then we we pay for it. You feel like Kyle will take his foot off the gas? I don't think Kyle gets his foot on the gas. Oh, at all. I said 18 to 21, bro. I honestly, I don't even know how we get 18 points because we're not making that many field goals. That's my problem. I can't, I can't figure out a, a game. I can't figure out how the Niners put up more than two touchdowns in this well, game. That's par for the course since Young left, basically. I mean, we have problems in the red zone. We've had problems in the red zone for decades. Yeah. So I just I don't I just don't see how I don't know. We'll see. And like I said, my mind can change, and it probably will change. It, if we did this show tomorrow, I probably would have a different out- outlook. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Well, yeah. And, and by the time we do our, our follow-up show on Thursday, I'll, I'll share my thoughts again, as, as honest and as raw as they are. Like, I am making notes for every single game that we have here. I am writing. I'm going down play-by-play, play-by-play. I'm, I am making notes for these shows and giving you guys my honest thoughts. Um, and if I see something different, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch another game. If I see something different that changes my mind, then so be it. That guy Campbell, look, look what did I say his name was? Levon Campbell. Who are you talking about? They're li- they have Devondre Campbell, their middle linebacker. He is to me the key to this whole game. Right now, that's how I feel. Watching that last game. He was behind the line of scrimmage. He was back in coverage. He was tackling tight ends. He was, like I said, their poor man's version of Quan Alexander. And Quan Alexander was a liability being Quan Alexander. So imagine, now let that tell you what I think of this guy. Right. We can really take advantage of him. But it's either or. We either take full advantage of him and we blow them out, or he has a good game and he makes it hard for us to win. Sure. That's where I'm at right now. That's it. That's what I got. I can appreciate that. I love you. Good night, Derek. Good night. <laughs> I forgot to mute. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's what I got right now, man. Um, I just I don't know, man. I I I'm hoping that Kyle is saving stuff, Brian. I really am because this is not George Kittle. We know that. This is not Brandon Ayuk, right? But I do think that there's a possibility that Brandon Ayuk can't be used the best way right now. You get what I'm saying? He's not the guy to go across the middle. I don't think it's a coincidence that Debo is going ape shit with what he's doing. He's behind the line of scrimmage, at the line of scrimmage, a yard beyond the line of scrimmage, and everything across the middle. That's Debo's wheelhouse. That's what he does. We also know that Kyle Shanahan schemes for games, like not just games, but like for future games. Like we're seeing Debo predominantly right now. Mm -hmm. That's just setting it up to make sure that they're all on Debo and then boom, here comes Ayuk or here comes Kittle or Sherfield. You know, there's going to be, you know, he's just 
Kyle likes to bait teams into certain things so that he can use yeah. his game plan, you know, to do what he wants to do. So, and I agree with you. Let me ask you this question and then we'll get out of here, okay? Sure. Last year, when we played the Packers, Kyle Shanahan flat out admitted the game plan for Richie James was actually the game plan for Brandon Ayuk, but he was out with COVID. Do you remember that? Kind of, yeah. Well, Richie James finished the game with nine reception, 184 yards, and a touchdown. Over 20 yards a pop. Right. Does Kyle have a plan like that for this game? Because we still lost that game, but Richie James just had the best game of his career. Right. Now, if you sub in Ayuk with those same plays, your potential to do much more damage just grows exponentially. Right. And you still have a guy like Debo. Right. We didn't have that last year. Last year, it was Richie James, Ross Dwelly, Jarek McKinnon, River Craycraft, Michael Hasty, Trent Taylor, Kyle Juszczyk, and Jordan Reed. Those were the pass catchers. There was no uh, Richie James. I mean, Richie James. There was no Brandon IU. There was no Debo Samuel. There was no George Kittle. You know, like all three of them were gone that game. And we put up 17 points. See, I'm convincing myself we're about to win now. I can't do this. I can't do this shit. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yo, we put up 17 points and we didn't have any of our, go- our guys. Like, that's what I'm looking at now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm looking at that now. And I, I, that's what I'm saying. My, my opinion is going to change. I know that uh, people but- would not like this word. The potential is there. We could. This could be a very lopsided win um, for us. I don't think that if the Packers do win, that it's going to be lopsided in their favor. Like, I don't think that. I don't feel I don't get that feeling from this team right now. Right. So you got it. We lose a close one or we win. We could win in a blowout, but we're not getting blown out. Right. I don't I don't think that we'll get blown out. I mean, barring some stupid injury, you know, and, you know, I'm not even going to put that shit out there because we've had to deal with that already. Yeah. Look, they said Trent Williams out that game. That game was ridiculous. I I remember being disappointed. There was another defensive player that I wanted in that was out that game. Uh, it was like a safety or something, right? There was somebody. Hold on, let me let me look at the tackles. Oh, and plus, they're they're because uh, they played last night. They have a, a one day less to prepare. That's right, and That's they have to travel right. to us. Yeah, and they're coming to our house. Look at you trying to get. Me. All right, we got to wrap this up because I'm about to come up with a whole new game plan. I'm about to come up with a whole new game plan. We can't do this now. So okay. this is what th- that's what Thursday that's Thursday show. <laughs> yeah, that's what Thursday will be about, man. I'm I'm gonna come back now and. And factoring all that, see, I did my entire assessment based off of just film, nothing else but film. Now I got to factor in home team, travel. Mm-hmm. They played late. We played regular. We, we played early, as a matter of fact, not even regular. Like our biological clocks were on 10 when we played, like really early. I will say this because of the information that came out about Ertz, I think it was Ertz, right? Being getting COVID. put on the COVID list and the interactions. I am a little hesitant that we didn't hear more news today because I'm worried that some other players on our team may be in that um, close contact. I think they would have announced it by now. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe I don't know. That's what I'm nervous about that. But Right. But what I'm saying is if they announced Ertz, you would think I don't – I'm giving the NFL and the NFLPA way too much credit, I know. But you would think that – if Ertz was a guy and they use their trackers that everyone's supposed to have on at all times, that it would send immediate alerts. And when I say immediate, within an hour, 
alerts across the league or to other teams. And you would think so, but we saw pictures of Mr. George Kittle standing next to him. That's less than three feet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that there may be some other news coming to us this week that we don't know yet. Are they going to get us again and make us sit all of our? I will guys? be livid, but I mean, you see the video that uh, Richie Richie James, Jesus, uh, I almost called him Nico because that's his name on the on the app. Uh, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Yeah. Did you see the video that he posted? He was like, "Man, I was all over uh, Ertz. I was over, all over this man so much that I might have to take a COVID test." <laughs> I didn't you see, see that. that? No. Yeah, he was he was <laughs> killing him, man. That was a good one. That was good. That's so funny. yeah. They're saying Kittle was vaccinated, but I don't think that matters. Vaccinated players still have to uh, do some distancing when someone tests positive. It's just less time. That's the, right. That's the other thing, too. Um, so vaccinated players, if they take a test and it's negative, it's just one test, they're back at the facility. So you don't you don't know if that's uh, how it is. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All that wood. Knock on it. Bang on it. So, All right, man. Let's go home, man. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We're going to play the long... Uh, intro, which is going to be our outro today, because I played I didn't play that one uh, when we started the show. But uh, Brian, man, you know what time it is, bro. It's final thoughts. What you got for us? So just to reiterate, you know, go out there, be good to each other. It's okay to have differing opinions um, about all things, not just football. And, uh, you know, support each other best you can. Be good to each other. Uh, for me, in the from my perspective on the, in the NBA crew, you know, Mahalo and aloha. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it, man. Guys, um, find a way to win. And I say that not just in a football matter, but in life. Uh, go out there and do something that you've never done. Uh, take a chance. Take a gamble. But you only live once. Go out there and do it, man. Find a way to win. Find a way to be happy. Those are my final thoughts for you guys tonight. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you all for rocking out with us as long as you have. We truly and sincerely appreciate it. Uh, we're going to go home, prepare for glory, anticipate pain, but always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. Peace. Oh, I forgot the video part. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. Nope. Still ain't the right one. That's Come crazy. on, man. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the fourth tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the left
This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners.